Welcome to the Sex Shop Podcast. My name is Samantha and this is Ian. Hello. Each week we'll be giving you a glimpse into our working lives at Taboo, our sex shop in small town New Zealand. You ever wondered what goes on in a sex shop? Well, wonder no more. As always, the first section of our show is listener correspondence. And we've had an email from Ryan from Glasgow. Uh, He says, hi, Sex Shop Podcast. My question is, how important is penis size for a woman? Does it really matter to them? I'm quite small and worry that girls will think badly about it when they see it. No woman's ever mentioned it to me, probably because they don't want to be rude. But I'm sure I can see the disappointment in their eyes. Oh dear, Ryan. Well, I am a man, so I'm probably not the best person to answer this. Samantha (laughs) is a woman. I am, yes. Um, Well, the PC thing to say is it doesn't matter, but size does matter. And people are lying when they say it doesn't. Yes, but to some extent. I mean, I've heard that as long as it's a reasonable size to give satisfaction and you can play with it and whatnot, that's all good. It doesn't have... It's not always bigger is even better oh absolutely not because I actually once dated a guy who was like a tripod and he was rubbish in bed and I think it was because he was so big he thought he didn't have to try so um, I wouldn't say size matters in that but in the extremes it matters like if someone's got one so small it's like a vagina then how would that happen well I once dated this guy Hmm. I lost my virginity to him actually and it seemed like a whopper and then a lot of your start, stories start with, I once dated this guy. <laughs> anyway, it seemed like a whopper when I lost my virginity to him. And then yeah. I had sex with him a year later. And I realised that it wasn't a whopper. It was very, very small. And he was quite small. I called him Tiny Tim. But then, was he a big man generally? Was he in proportion? Well, he was probably about 5'11". Okay. Um very athletic you'd expect something a bit more exciting down there anyway um I always thought he was small I called him tiny Tim when I referred to him to my friends and then that's very kind and understanding of him (laughs) but no to be fair to him he was very good in bed okay so he made up for it but I always thought that was small but whatever until I met somebody else another guy and he had the smallest penis you've ever seen in your life I've only seen mine anyone else has ever seen yes okay it was ridiculous it was like sucking a chubba chup without the annoying wrapper was it fruity it wasn't fruity but um, a chubba chup would have been more well Samantha isn't very good with measurements I'm passing her a ruler (laughs) and she can give some estimation when it was fully uh, aroused it would have been, on a very, very good day, four centimetres. Four centimetres? Four centimetres. That's not four inches, that's four centimetres. No, that's pointing four to. centimetres. Maybe you just didn't excite him enough? No, it was rock hard, four centimetres rock hard. And it, I find that hard to imagine. It, I, mean, well, that, I found that, it hard to believe, I couldn't believe my eyes. Anyway, Ryan... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you're not four centimetres. But if you were four centimetres, 
what what was he like in bed? Did did he use other techniques? Well, yes, he was very good at everything else. He was very good with his hands. He was very good with his mouth. He was very right. good with the chat as well. So he had, and he was gorgeous. He had it all going on apart from this teeny tiny penis. And that is when it was a problem mm. because <laughs> I feel bad saying it, but there's not you can't do anything with it. Well, we wanted an honest opinion. You've been very honest. Um, but you could. Um, play with it couldn't you you could play with it and you could kind of put it in your mouth but like I said it was like a lollipop um but to actually have sex and was he self-conscious about it no he always used to joke about having a small penis and I always thought he was joking um but turns out he wasn't joking he was deadly serious so he didn't seem to have a problem because he was gorgeous all the girls wanted him um so he, it really didn't seem to bother him, and he upped his game in other areas. So that was good. But sex-wise, it just wasn't happening. There was just nada. But then Tiny Tim, who had, uh, go back to the ruler, was probably about 9 or 10 centimetres. Right. Um, that's small, but that's perfectly proportioned. You okay. know, like you can still do stuff with it. You can still have good sex. Right, I see. So do you think your opinion is is that of womankind generally? Well, I talk to my girlfriends, obviously. We always talk about sex and things, as girls do. Um, And the general consensus is size matters in relative terms, I suppose. That's a very vague and all-encompassing answer. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, size isn't the be-all and end-all. No. But... The extremes, just just as much as too small is bad, too big is bad. Mm-hmm. So you want something sort of a bit like Goldilocks, something in between, you know, that's just right. Um, did she have a penis? She didn't have a penis, but the bears probably did. Oh. Anyway. I, I didn't read that version. <laughs> well, we probably should sell it in the shop. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody should be... Um, worried about it because if you've got to the point where you're going to be intimate with a man you obviously really like him and so therefore it's not all about the penis size even if it is really small but what I'm saying is if women could choose then I don't think they're going to be choosing a massive one or a small one it would just be your average in between one okay so your advice to Ryan generally is to be confident yeah, try be and a be nice confident. person yeah. and get a woman on those grounds. Because well, a woman who's just going to date you because they're like the size of your penis isn't probably worth bothering with. No, absolutely not. She's not at all. And um, I just think, especially like in a relationship, if, if it is on the small side and you need to make allowances for that or stuff, there's lots of things that you can do so that you can both enjoy a healthy sex life. Mm. And you should be wanting to do that together. And I, I really don't think... It should should matter in the grand scheme of things, but um, if but yeah, if it is bothering you, then you should do something about it. As in, um, maybe get better in other areas. Yeah. So basically, it's just in a man's head. A lot like women when they think that they need a breast enlargement, and really they're really pretty anyway. And the sort of man they're going to attract with their more balloony figure mm. probably isn't going to be great for them anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, I suppose with breast size, I don't... My experience, but then that's probably because I've got bigger breasts, is all men always seem to like them, but then knowing you, you like very, very small breasts. So I would say everybody's different, so 
Yes, well, you say men like the men you've met like bigger breasts, but they've made a point of getting to know you because they like those. E- exactly, yeah, that's mm. what I mean. So You're not going to get into bed with a guy and he goes, oh, you've got big breasts, I don't like that. They'd notice them. Well, yeah, that is true. But then, like, how you like small breasts, if you saw a girl and she was gorgeous, but she had massive, like, I'm not talking just quite big boobs, massive boobs, yes. would that put you off of oh, her? Oh, 100%. And you wouldn't want to go to bed with her? No. Really? Why? Well, it's not my thing. Oh, but it, but everything else was working. Well, hopefully it should all be working. No, but I meant she was really pretty, really nice. You liked her and everything. It would be a massive uh, negative. And oh, I'd, really? I wouldn't, I wouldn't fancy her. Oh, isn't that strange? Well, there you go. Small breasts of women of the world. You yes, can... do write in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to write in to send us your problems, your thoughts, any questions you have about uh, sex shops or sex in general... Uh, we will answer them. The address to write to is the shop at post.com. Could you say that again? Yes. <laughs> the shop at post.com. Excellent. This section is called Sex Shop Chat, where we're going to be talking to you about all the exciting things that go on behind the counter. Really? I missed those. What were they? Every day is exciting behind the counter with me. Oh, yes. I forgot. Anyway, today I'm going to be bringing up Mm. your very, very, very... That's a lot of varies. Yeah. uh, Awful purchase of the Sex Games books. Oh, no, 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 no. That's quite a good book. And I... I only bought in about 36 of them. Yes, I'm ever so pleased you ordered 36 because I'm taking it when you ordered these, you yes. didn't actually bother to read what went on inside. There was no section available for a, a preview. There's a reason for that. There was just a picture on the front and I thought that looks like a cellar. Well, I'm going to read you some sections from this book so you can see just what a turkey it is that you, you bought. Let me well, see. You seem to be enjoying it. Well, it's it's good as in it's funny, but I'm not sure um, whether it's really going to help people. Number 12. Oh, so sorry. This book is called Sex Games, and it gives you games that you can play with your lover. Just the sort of thing you might want to buy in an adult shop. Well, so you would think. Anyway, number 12, In the Lap of Luxury. Sounds good. This is two people naked on a beach. Yes, they are naked. I confirm they're naked. They and look like they're fornicating. Mid-Congress, I yes. would say. And the little blurb underneath, this intimate and sexy position will surely bring you closer, both emotionally and sexually. Yeah. It looks a bit cold on that beach as well. The sexy setup. Tell your lover you're in need of some full frontal nudity and contact, so be prepared for connecting your skin at every possible point. What's more, you'll do all the work while sitting on his lap. Is this talking to women? Is this just a women's book? No, this is for men or women. Well, a man can sit on your lap, as long as he's not too heavy. How's he going to do all the work if he's sat on your lap? What do you mean? Well, he doesn't fit in, does it, if he's sat on your lap? You'll be like uh, some ventriloquist dummy. Well, maybe he could use his fingers or something. (laughs) Anyway, rules and tools. All of these positions are done with both of you facing each other, so there's plenty of opportunity for making eye contact, licking nipples or having him fondle your breasts. All at the same time? Yes, apparently Mm. so. Now, playing the game, sweet and safe. 
Undress your lover in a slow and sensuous manner, then have him remove your clothing, all while kissing your neck and breasts and rubbing his hands up and down your backside. This is aimed at women. Maybe it, it is. It doesn't specify. He sounds very busy. He's removing your clothing, kissing you, you're on your neck, your breasts, and rubbing his hands up and down your backside. Anyway. How big's her backside? Hopefully quite big, if that's what you like. Anyway, once you're both hot and wet, ask your lover to sit cross-legged. You should sit down on his lap, facing him, while inserting his penis into your vagina. Straddle... Don't interrupt me. I'm not. I'm just looking puzzled. Straddle his legs and wrap your legs around his back. Then rub the front of your bodies together while you experience the sensations of shallow but tight penetration. You can interrupt now. I'm, I haven't got to oh, nothing yet. to say. Okay. Hot and spicy. Lean back with one arm and hook one leg over his shoulder to change the angle of penetration. Is this all on the beach? Yes. Or slowly lean both arms backward, exposing your breasts for fondling or your clitoris for stimulation. This wouldn't happen at Western Supermare. This is your book. Anyway, if you want to up the ante because you're already naked on the beach having sex. But with if you want with to, your leg over his shoulder. Yeah, and he's caressing your backside or something. But if you want to up the ante, yeah. ask your lover to stretch out his legs while you sit or lean back. To deepen the penetration, rest your legs on your partner's shoulders instead of wrapping them around his waist. And lean back on your arms for a sexy variation on this position that gives him a full view of your naked torso. Lie completely down on your back and lock your ankles around his neck. I think the children building the sandcastles would start to get a bit alarmed. Well, yes, and I and I wonder who can bend into these yoga positions as well. Mm. Well, anyway, that you're just highlighting one example from the book that you didn't think was good. So you're Gen standing by your purchase, are you? Generally, it's a good book. Please rush in and buy it. Okay, can I just read one more? Yeah, if you must. Number 11, playing on the playground. Sounds sensible. Think the playground is just for kids? No. Think again. Oh. Swings, tunnels and slides are the perfect props for these adult-only games. The sexy setup. Tell your lover to meet you at the playground after dark for some nighttime nookie. Who says nookie anymore? Whoever said nookie? Who arranges to meet at the playground if you're not seven? Well, yeah, and if you're an adult in the playground after dark, you'll probably... Attract oh, the authorities' attention. Yeah. Um, is nookie an Australian word? There was nookie there. No, nookie as in sex. I don't think so. I think it's an old English one, isn't it? Who's nookie bear? Nookie bear. He, he was like a cuddly bear, you know, like a, a stuffed bear. Mm. And the guy, I can't remember the name of the guy, and he'd put his hand up his back and mm. operate his mouth. Did he? Yeah. Like Philip Schofield was Gordon the gopher? I don't think he operated Gordon. Who operated him then? Well, you never found out. He was under the desk, wasn't he? Oh. Probably keeping Philip amused. <laughs> anyway, um, back to the rules and tools of this game. Find a secluded and private playground. Bring flashlights, a bottle of wine and blankets if desired. Playing the game, sweet and safe. Are you still at the, the playground now? Yes. It's we, dark, it's, it's night time and yes. you're in a playground in a built-up area. With my flashlights and blanket if desired. Right. I'll probably take a blanket. Anyway, um, act like kids again, but this time do it in your birthday suits. 
Climb the ladder to the slide, pausing on the rung of your choice to give him a good look at your backside. Then slide down the slide and have him kneel at the edge for some quick flicks of his tongue on your clitoris. Or bring along a flashlight and play hide and seek in the dark. Clothing optional. Now, are you still standing by your book before I carry on? It's interesting. Firstly... It, it should be called 20 Ways to Get Arrested. Oh, yeah. I've, I live across from the park, and if I saw naked bastards sliding up and down a pole that my daughter's then going to go on the next day... Well, you're just not very open-minded, are you? Oh, I hope they bring something to wipe it down with afterwards. That's what the blankets are for. Oh, OK. They should also take some Ajax or something. Yeah, some wet wipes. Yeah. Anyway, hot and spicy. Have him sit on the swing. Well, that's sexy, a naked man on a swing, isn't it? I dream of little else. (laughs) Have him sit on the swing, then straddle him. Hold on tight. Alternatively, go through the tunnel slide together, side by side. Is there always a tunnel slide? I think most parks do have tunnel slides, yes. Oh... I think most good parks. Mm. Go to a good park. Most nudist parks. Yeah. When you, go to the, when you get to the bottom, try making love inside the slide. Or position yourself at the top of the tube and have him stand in front. Your fully exposed genitals should be right at eye and tongue level. This book is bloody awful. Yeah, I'm beginning to be won over to your thinking. Anyway, um, my last little bit, because they're naked in the playground at night, so yes. now you need to up the ante. They've got a flashlight. Yes. Have, have him tie you spread-eagled to the ladder rungs. Then explore your every crevice with his hands and tongue. Alternatively, have him tie your backside facing out. Then examine all your assets. This is very sexy. Are you going to go through her bank details when she's tied to a... You could tie her up and then steal her blanket and flashlight and run off. It's an elaborate ruse, but it might work. Uh, Anyway, climb astride the overhead monkey bars with your legs over the bar and your genitals at face level. Hold on. What? Climb astride the overhead monkey bars with your legs over the bar and your genitals at face level. I can't picture this. Am I hanging I from my she's legs? She's hanging like that. Wouldn't you like your face and your boobs and everything drop? No. Are you hanging upside down? No. Oh well, sort of. Or am I sitting on top of the monkey bars? No, you're sat here. You're not involved. No, she's hanging down from the bars. She's holding on with her hands and her ankles or her calves. Yeah, so your head is facing downwards. So then your boobs. No, would... you support it, don't you? Fall backwards. She's parallel to the bars. Is she? Yes, the bars are obviously level. And then her head is here, she's holding on there. and They this can't is... see what you're doing. Well, they, they're not as daft as you, they can picture it. So tell me, so you're supposed to be getting pleasured, yes. but instead you're holding on for dear life onto these monkey bars with all your upper body strength. In the dark. Okay, that sounds awful. Um, anyway, I'll start again. Climb astride the overhead monkey bars with your legs over the bar and your genitals at face level. Ask him to explore your underside using his tongue, fingers and hands. Sit in the swing and have him stimulate your clitoris with his tongue. Push away, then the sensation is too strong. Then swing back for more oral stimulation until you hospitalise him. (laughs) (laughs) And then last but not least, try making love on a trampoline, in a treehouse or on the top bunk of a bunk bed. Bed. What was that doing there? 
Why is there a bunk bed in the park? Anyway, remember, you can be a kid again when it comes to sexual adventure. Surely you shouldn't be a kid when it comes to sexual adventure. No, it is frowned upon. Yeah. Well, I won't bore them with any more because they're all as shit as the rest, to be quite honest. Yeah. Hot times in the hot tub. We only got 36 of these books in, and there are still 36 copies available if you'd like to buy one. No, in fact... It might be a fact, pack, yes, a prize. We can give it as a prize. If you write in and we choose out your um, email, you can get one of these great books, because number nine is called Poolside Pussy. Oh, I like cats. Anyway, so, yeah, it's uh, interesting, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. Big up our prize, won't you? Yes. Anyway, that was uh, shop chat for today. Yes, okay. So do you admit that you were wrong? Yes. And from now on I can buy all the books? Next time, just for once. Mm, Okay. If you're still listening to this, you've reached the part of the show we call Samantha's Sex Quiz. Go on then, Samantha. Okay, well, I just thought I'd let you know before we start, if you're successful and you win, I'm going to gift you a sex games book of your very own. I might try and lose. Hmm. Anyway, starting first. Other than actual sex toys, what is the most common item for a woman aged 25 to 40 to use to masturbate with? Is it a picture of me? Absolutely not. Oh, I would have to say a cucumber. No. Do you want okay. another guess? It will, oh, I'll get it eventually, won't I? It'll be a free-for-all. Well, you can have one more guess. Okay. Is it a banana? No, it's not a banana. It is, in fact, a candle. Like a birthday candle? It didn't specify, but I'm guessing probably more substantial than a birthday candle. When was this survey done? In the 1850s? Mm, 2013, so kind of, I suppose. Quite a while away. Well, that's surprising. Especially with the weird waxy residue, like... Well, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. It would have an aftertaste. And do you think the women put the candles back on the dining room table after, or they well, buy them specifically? Well, this is what I was wondering, because it's is it just sort of like, oh, I need something to masturbate with. Oh, my candle's on, that'll do. Or is it... A... Well, she'd blow it out, surely. After she's blown it out. Mm. Or do they think, oh, I want to masturbate, I'm going to go and buy a candle? Oh, like if they're too embarrassed to buy a dildo. Oh, maybe. Maybe. We should get some in. Maybe we should. Okay, well, um, you didn't win on that one, so I've Mm. got two more questions for you. Okay. Do you think single or married people masturbate more? I would think it's married people, because otherwise you wouldn't be asking me the question. Well, aren't you a smart ass? Yes, oh, I like is. to think so. <laughs> it is married people. And do you, do you have any uh, background information? I have zero background information because I just found this interesting fact on Google. But my thoughts on the matter are um, I was surprised at first, but then I thought it kind of makes more sense because um, after a while of having sex with the same person for a long time. But masturbation is sex with the same person for the whole of your life. Anyway, yes it is, but you know what I'm talking about. I I couldn't get bored of me. Anyway, 
Don't, do you not think that maybe if you're having sex with the same person again and again, then obviously you want a bit of variety, but you're not going to cheat. So therefore you masturbate and you can fantasise. And... Yeah, but you can fantasise. And I think most married people do whilst they're having sex with their partner. Um, you've just very much trod on my next question. Oh, thank you very much. So anyway, swiftly moving on. Yes. Did you, what percentage of men and women openly admit to fantasising about somebody else while they're having sex with their partner? I imagine this is quite high. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for 91%. Oh, very, very close. 89%. Oh, OK. Well, I was... Are the other nine lying? Well, see, part of me feels... Other 11, sorry. You can't count. Yeah. Um, part of me was surprised by this fact, but then the other part of me wasn't, but... Because That's very interesting. <laughs> no, because the reason being, I was quite surprised that 89% of people say that they do fantasise about somebody else. Were you surprised they admitted it or surprised they did it? Yeah, surprised they admitted it, I suppose. But I think, realistically, pretty much everyone does. I think people used to say it would be more men that do that, but I think women very much do as well. So, yeah. Do you think that the 11% remaining... If, if everyone was being honest, let's assume they were, the 11% are married to the girl that they would fantasise about, or the, or the man. Well, I think, well, usually when you get married, I'm guessing they are the person that you're, you're going to fantasise about. Oh, because... no. What? They're the person you love and you, you like them a lot, but then they're, they're not your ultimate fantasy figure, are they? Well, they might have been in the beginning when you first started dating. Only if you're dating Lucy Lou or... Uh, David Hasselhoff or whoever your fantasy <laughs> oh, figure is. <laughs> David Hasselhoff. <laughs> I'm not very good at the uh, uh, which men are attractive. But let, let's say Brad Pitt, let's, a lot of women think he's like super hot, don't they? So if they married him, are they going to have sex with him thinking about him? No, of course not. He's there. Well, yes, I, I get what you mean. But um, what I'm saying is in the beginning when you first started dating Brad Pitt... Yeah. Or David Hasselhoff. Yeah, now you're talking. <laughs> um, you would probably be very excited about having sex with them. It's so you the pro- trunks. <laughs> or his car. Yeah. Um, David Hasselhoff's yes, car. Yes, he's got it all going on. <laughs> um, you've really thrown me now. Oh, yeah, so in, in the beginning, when I'm having sex with David Hasselhoff, apparently, yes. um, I'd be very excited because he's... David Hasselhoff. How many times could I say his name? Anyway, and so I probably wouldn't be fantasising about anybody else while I'm having sex with him. I would just be in the moment enjoying it. But then right. if we've got to the point where we've been together long enough that we're going to get married, then maybe he wouldn't be my sexual fantasy anymore because I've been there, done that time and time again. But then aren't you admitting that you'd be bored of him and it isn't it probably not sensible to marry him? Well, no, but like with anybody, whether it's David Hasselhoff or Bob down the road, in the beginning, you're going to be excited by having sex with this person and probably not... Well, you haven't seen Bob in his shorts. (laughs) You probably wouldn't be thinking about somebody else when you're having sex with them in the beginning, like when it's new sex. Yes, when all the bits are new. And then, But then eventually, your mind would probably wander to somebody else, even if you're having sex with David Hasselhoff. If he's like your long-term partner. Your fantasy. Yeah. Your fantasy man. Because like, say you met Lucy Lou tomorrow, you'd be very pleased, I'm sure. Yes. And you had sex with her and you probably wouldn't be thinking anything other than, yippee! 
But then after a while, after, you know, she's nagged you, after you've had fights, after you've cleaned her hair out of the... Um, what do you call it? <laughs> sink. Oh, why is she in the sink? <laughs> I meant you're a couple. <laughs> anyway. She's not little. <laughs> Help! <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yes. What are you trying to say? What I was trying to say is, once you're in a relationship with Lucy Lou, mm. and, you know, you get the boring... I'm, I'm just picturing it, yes. <laughs> you've got all the boring, mundane things going on. Yeah. She, as gorgeous as she still will remain, she's probably not going to be your fantasy figure anymore because thinking about her, you're also thinking about, oh, I must remind, remember to tell her this, or she moaned at me, whatever. Mm, I must and... remember to get her out of the sink. <laughs> um, I think, but... what, to preempt your question, you're going to ask me what I would fantasise about instead. Yeah, well, I think you would fantasise about something else because yeah. she'd no longer be your dream woman. But in a very hurtful way, I think I would actually fantasise about her when she was younger. So, excuse me, you've managed to get Lucy Lou somehow, and now apparently she's not good enough for you, and you oh. need to think of 20-year-old Lucy Lou. She's everything I'd ever want, but she doesn't look like she did when she was 21, does she? Neither do you. Well, that's her problem. It's <laughs> not my problem. <laughs> well, aren't you lovely? Anyway, it's probably mm. not a problem you're ever going to have. It's unlikely, isn't it? She'll go with Bob from down the road. Or David Hasselhoff. Mm. But anyway, my point was, yeah, would you start... Would you, Do you, in when you're in a relationship... <laughs> was there a question in there somewhere? <laughs> when you're in a relationship, mm. do you fantasise about other women during sex? Yes. But not for the first couple of weeks. Couple of weeks? Yeah. Well, no. Probably... Uh, Three or four months, I would say. So what do you think of then? A, a diary about it. When you're not fantasising about other women, what are you thinking of when you're having sex with this new person? The new person? Oh. Are you imagining sexual scenarios with them in your head whilst you're having a sexual no, no, scenario? No, I'm having a sexual scenario. Because I find for the first uh, few months of a relationship, I keep my eyes open during sex. And then afterwards, if you close them, you can start fantasising and pretending they're the woman you'd really rather be having sex with. You're not very nice. Oh, I thought the uh, whole point was to be honest and not nice. Okay. So, so yeah, so you always would think of somebody else? Largely. What, because you're not enjoying your time with the person? No, but I've seen it all before. Mm. Once you've done all the positions... And you've, uh, you know... Used all the toys bought from Taboo Adult Boutique. Yes, available yeah. online. <laughs> um, yeah, it's nice. Repetition is nice. But you've probably got a favourite book. But, you know, you wouldn't read it for the 37th time in favour of reading a new book from the bookshop, would you? Well, I don't know. I like my David Hasselhoff autobiography quite a lot. Me and Kit. <laughs> Kit and I. Yes. Mm. Oh, anyway, okay, well, there we go. That, um, you failed miserably at the quiz. Oh, good, I didn't want to win that book. Well, then you didn't, so well done. Mm, thank you.